from WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University. You're listening to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. This hour, we feature the music of Michael Charles. Michael is an Australian-born blues musician with a string of career highlights, including sharing the stage with Buddy Guy, Jimmy Dawkins, and he's been inducted to the Blues Hall of Fame. Michael has a number of albums out. He has a documentary coming out in the near future, and he's playing some shows in the area in the coming weeks. We'll talk with Michael this hour about his musical journey from Australia to the U.S. and beyond. We'll also hear his performance in Studio A. It's Michael Charles this hour on Sessions from Studio A. Stay tuned. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host, and we are featuring the music of Michael Charles on the show this hour. Michael is an Australian-born blues musician who was invited to the States by Buddy Guy. He's shared the stage with Buddy, also Jimmy Dawkins, and he's been inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame. Plenty of accomplishments in his career. We'll talk to Michael about those in just a little bit. And first, we're going to start things off with some music. This is Michael Charles performing the tune My Daddy Taught Me here on Sessions from Studio A. I'll start out with something that nobody knows. story the way that I've grown My childhood was simple But I found it hard When I played my guitar I'll play the 
Charles performing the tune My Daddy Taught Me here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Michael's in the studio with me now. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listening audience? My name's Michael Charles, and we just finished a um, session here at uh, WNIJ um, with Carl, and I appreciate the opportunity, and um, I'm going to have a little bit of a conversation now with Carl. I guess we're going to talk about... Uh, a little bit of what I do, uh, where I go, how I started, and uh, I don't know how I'm going to finish, but I know how I started. Well, as our listeners could probably tell right off the bat, uh, based on your accent, you are not from America. Tell us about your upbringing. Uh, I was born and raised in uh, Melbourne, Australia, in the state of Victoria. I had a pretty normal um, childhood, you know. Apart from uh, going to school and not really wanting to be there, I just had this dream about or ambition uh, of just playing music, being a guitar player, and uh, that was where my mind was set. And I'd, I'd be that that kid in the back of the classroom that was, you know, when the teacher would come right up to your face and poke you in the arm and say, "Are you listening?" and you'd sort of wake up and say, "No." <laughs> That was that. That was me. So, uh, and I, I just never looked back. I've just always had this thing about music. It's been mm. my life. It's been my occupation, and it's my hobby, and it's my relaxation. And, uh, no regrets. So, tell us about your introduction to music. Okay. Well, my introduction to music was my dad because he was a guitar player. So, um, I would always kind of steal his guitar out of the corner of the living room when he wasn't home. I was about five or six years old, I guess. And that was the start of everything. I just kind of um, don't remember not playing, been playing for so long. But the blues, um, I was playing blues as at a very young age, but wasn't aware that it was the blues because back in the day when I started, there was no such thing as social media and... Uh, so you were just fed what you would hear on the radio. And, of course, the people that I that influenced me were guys like Eric Clapton, uh, Carlos Santana, the Beatles, even Elvis Presley with Scotty Moore on guitar and, and Hank Garland and all these, you know, these great musicians. And they were all blues and jazz-based musicians. So you – it wasn't that I had much of a choice. I would just sit there in front of the radio with – with my dad's acoustic guitar and, and kind of just mimic those guys. So you're learning the blues, but I didn't know what genre it was. I was just, you know, and then as I got uh, a little old and more educated about playing uh, music and playing guitar, then I got into guys like John Fogarty and, uh, you know, and they're still all blues-based guys. And then I kind of got into who influenced these guys and that's when I discovered guys like B.B. King and Howlin' Wolf and, and uh, you know, John Lee Hooker and Buddy Guy and just goes on and on and they were the guys that influenced my influences. So it kind of the whole, the whole spectrum grew. It just spread out to this huge, um, how can I say, this huge tree of music. And uh, that's how it all started for me. And then when I got invited out to come to the States back in 1989, I got an invitation from Buddy Guy and his management. And in, in 1990, we finally got out here and I, and I got on, the, on those stages in Chicago and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Wow, that's what I've been playing, blues. And I thought, well, because I just was like putting a glove on. So my... For me personally, I didn't choose that particular 
uh, genre of music. It, it kind of chose me just through the way I grew up, and uh, and, I, and I just I still love it. And um, uh, I just there's no looking back. I've just kept doing what I do. And then, you know, being a songwriter, I, I sort of ch took it to another dimension. Um, because when you when you start writing songs, you actually looking for new ideas and, and, and doing things a little bit different. So um, and that's um, who I am. That's what I do. And, uh, it, it, it's, and it's um, no regrets. It's great. It's been, a, it's been a, a hell of a ride, I guess, is the best way to put it. So you just mentioned that your father was very instrumental in your early love of music. Uh, tell us about the song that we just heard you play, the tune my daddy taught me. Well, the tune actually is a, a, a true story. Uh, most of my songs are true stories, but um, this song is uh, basically the way I grew up. Uh, my dad's guitar in the corner and uh, how he taught me chords and how that first chord he taught me has developed into what I'm doing now. And uh, it's just a true story about how it all started for me. So we'll talk more in just a moment here, but we're going to hear another song from your Studio A performance here, Most Times We Got It. Can you tell us about this one? It's it's a song off my uh, my Shadow CD, and my Shadow consists of a bunch of songs that I was talking about, that little dark area in my life before coming to the States. had some personal things going on. My marriage had fallen apart, and uh, when when that happened, I kind of fell apart with it. So I kind of, um, I slowed down a little bit, touring and, and everything, and I just sort of sat in a dark room writing songs, and all those songs ended up on the My Shadow CD, and that's one of those songs, the way I felt in that period. And uh, when, when you come out of a dark point in your life, you realise that it's just a very small part of your life, then there is life to continue with. And that's why I said most times you got it, you just don't see it, you don't know. But at that time, you feel like you really, it's the end of the world, but it's, it's really not. And that's what that song's about. All right, this is Michael Charles performing Most Times We Got It here on Sessions from Studio A.
Michael Charles performing Most Times We Got It here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Make sure to check out behind-the-scenes video from Michael Charles' performance in Studio A at our website, that's WNIJ.org. And while you're there, browse through the archives. We've got plenty of great regional artists there amongst the Sessions from Studio A archives. That's all at WNIJ.org. More music coming up this hour when our session with Michael Charles continues here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. We are featuring the music of Michael Charles on the show this hour. We've been hearing a couple of songs they performed in Studio A, and we've been talking a little bit with Michael about some of his formative years and his time leading up to coming to the States. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that, Michael. So how did that change? How did the audiences specifically change in Australia, and then when you came to the states, what was that like? Um, the audience, the audiences changed drastically, like right away, because in Australia, I, I my my career progressed by me being me. So I started as completely no down on the bottom of the ladder and worked my way up. So people got familiar with my songs, and again, I didn't push myself really as a this blues guitar player, even though I knew that by then I was influenced by the blues, but I was just, you know, um, I used to call myself, you know, a blues rock player more than anything. And when I came to the States, here I was, you know, in front of these, especially the first gig, I was at Buddy Guy's Legends in Chicago, and that was a strictly blues audience and my first time getting on stage in the States was on stage with, with Mr. Guy. So I'm in front of his audience and I just drastically felt, felt this difference because it was a different audience because I wasn't playing to my people anymore. I wasn't playing to my audiences. I was in front of Buddy Guy's audience. So there was this... So I, I, I just all at once said, okay, just follow the lead. And I kind of looked at, uh, at Buddy and that's how I met him because I actually shook his hand and everything when I got off stage. I met him on stage musically. And uh, I was winging the whole thing. I was up there. I think I did two songs with him, if I remember right. And uh, I just I was winging it, hoping I was doing okay, um, hiding the knees rattling. You know, I was pretty nervous, but I had to hide all that. You know, they brought me out and I had to be the profession I was supposed to be and uh, pulled it off. And um, again, it was just one of those things. It was another step up on the ladder for me anyway it was. And uh, and until you've asked me that question, I really never really thought about it, but there's the answer to it. And yeah, it was a drastic change all at once. It was like a split-second change, <laughs> if that makes any sense to you. And then, of course, like you said, as soon as you got here, you're thrust onto the stage with Buddy Guy, you know, a legend. Uh, what was that like, sharing the stage with Buddy Guy? When I got on the plane in Melbourne, Australia, to come to Chicago, from the moment I sat on the plane to the moment I arrived in Chicago at O'Hare Airport, I think in my mind, I just kept playing guitar in my mind. I was practicing my butt off. Um, scared, am I going to be up to par with this thing or am I just going to fall flat on my face and make an idiot of myself? But as soon as I got on that stage, the first thing that hit me was just be yourself. Don't don't be anything else or try to be and just I had an invitation. That was the first step. And uh, this all went through my mind in, in a matter of seconds before I started playing. It was just I had an invitation and uh, they wouldn't have invited me if 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 I completely sucked. So I just kind of took it from that and, and just and did my thing. And I, as I said, there was no looking back. It all worked out. And uh, it's been, like I said, like earlier, it was a hell of a ride. And I'm still on that wave, you know, just doing what I do. So let's hear another song from your performance here in Studio A. The next one that we're going to hear is called, it's called Cover Tunes. Tell us about this one. Cover Tunes is a song that I wrote 
about a, a CD series that I did. I did, uh, there was, there was, as I say, I'm, I'm a songwriter, so my, my show consists of uh, 98% of all my songs that I write. But every now and then I'll throw a cover song in there. And people would come to the merchandise table and say, oh, I love that version of After Midnight that you do. What, uh, what CD is that on? Oh, it doesn't exist. You know, all my albums and, and CDs are all uh, original material. So I thought I better start recording a couple, couple of these uh, cover tunes and put them on some albums. But what, what I ended up doing was making a series of um, cover tunes, um, so of, of CD singles, of, of of cover songs that I play on stage. So there's there's five singles, and I and I finished the series off with an EP, and I thought, let's take it another step. So I wrote a song called Cover Tunes, and it consisted of, you know, things that I did through my career. And what it felt like being a musician. So I, I uh, finished the series off with an original song called Cover Tunes with all the cover tunes that I recorded on that series. So that's what that song is all about. All right, let's hear the song. This is Michael Charles performing cover tunes here on Sessions from Studio A.
Michael Charles performing cover tunes here on Sessions from Studio A. Uh, now, Michael, you're not playing all those instruments that we're hearing. You do have a couple bandmates here with you. Tell us about your band. Uh, Dave Hart on drums. He's been with me a good, uh, I'd say, 14, 15 years. And uh, I had um, a bass player with me. He was with me um, originally uh, from the start when I got here, Mr. Steve Hart. He was with me. Uh, but he had um, he had a heart attack and he had a few... He's, he's good now. He's still out there playing. But it was the, the road was getting a little bit taxing for him. So uh, as much as he wanted to keep doing it, I kind of I made the decision for him. And uh, I got Dennis Kozlowski now on, on bass. And he's been with me probably about, I'd say, going on three years now. That's the lineup I've got. And um, my road guy that you saw, Joe, he's, he's been with me now a couple of years. Right now it's probably the smallest crew I've had and the smallest, only a, a, a power trio. Usually I've got, you know, five, six sometimes people with me. But I'm enjoying the power trio thing right now. It's just, and I always try to, to keep my shows fresh and new. And uh, so that's where I'm at right now. It's um, it's working out, and we're again cross touring across uh, the United States and Canada and Australia, and just do what we do. It's uh, still on that wave, like I keep saying. It it, it amazes me that I'm still doing it. Sometimes I've been doing it for so long. Well, and speaking of touring, you have besides Buddy Guy, which we were talking about earlier, you've performed with another big name that you were uh, touring with. Tell us about that. Uh, well, the, the, the biggest one that I went on for the longest length of time was with, with uh, Mr. Jimmy Dawkins. He was looking for someone to play guitar. A friend of mine told me about it, Keith Scott, actually, and another blues player in Chicago. And he, he told me about that uh, Jimmy was looking for a guitar player. So he um, introduced me to Jimmy I got I got the job, but he knew that I had my own career going on. So we come to an arrangement that I would open up for him, and then I would call him out, and and I would just stay up there and and play guitar for him. So it was like a, it was like a a, a big buzz for me because I could do my thing, for a good half an hour to forty five minutes at all the, at all the concerts I would play for him and then I would call him out and just stay up there and play for him. So it was it was an instant audience uh, going around the United States of America. I mean, wow. You know, it's like I thought, wow, I get invited out to come from Melbourne, Australia to play with, with Buddy Guy. And uh, through Buddy Guy, I got to meet guys like the late and great Junior Wells, Eddie Clearwater and Sugar Blue and the list just goes on and on, all these great musicians. Next thing I know, I'm on the road touring across the country with Jimmy Dawkins and I'm like, I mean, I never took advantage. I just thought I was so lucky to be able to just keep playing in front of people. All right, well, we're going to hear another song from your Studio A performance here. This next one is All I Really Know. Tell us about this one. All I Really Know... um, is a song that, um, again, it's basically uh, how we feel about life. And um, it's one of those songs, there's not really a story behind that song, really. It's just a song that came to me with just life in general, how how we feel day day in, day out. And uh, I don't think there's any... special about that song lyrically or where it came from. It's just one of those moments you sit down and, and uh, you just write a song. You know, it doesn't, there's, there's nothing personal about it or anything, but, but I think each line people can relate to it, you know, and that's what that song's all about. And it ended up being a song for, um, um, ended up being the title song for the documentary coming out. All right, let's hear the song. This is Michael Charles performing All I Really Know here on Sessions from Studio A. How am I to know? How am I to see? The road keeps taking me 
from A to Z All I really know Slips away Time is not a friend You need to move on Hang on to the one you love Before it's gone All I really know Time slips away Carl Nelson, your host. Check out behind-the-scenes video from Michael Charles' performance in Studio A at our website. That's WNIJ.org. And while you're there, check out some of the other great regional artists all in the archives. Again, that's WNIJ.org. More music to come this hour when our session with Michael Charles continues here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We are featuring the music of Michael Charles on the show tonight. We've got time for just a couple more tunes. The next one we're going to hear is Work So Hard. This is Michael Charles here on Sessions from Studio A. a single bed with one blanket no pillow for my head I found a job with little pay and I made some friends who live the same way nowhere to run when you need a friend no one there no one anywhere work so hard work so hard I don't know I don't exist 
Michael Charles performing Work So Hard here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We've got time for one more song this hour. We're going to close out the show with Gave You My Heart. This is Michael Charles on Sessions from Studio A.
But you took all my dreams ah.
Michael Charles performing Gave You My Heart here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson. Michael Charles was recorded in Studio A at WNIJ Studios in DeKalb. You can find a link to the music of Michael Charles at our website, along with some behind-the-scenes video from Michael Charles' performance in Studio A. Check it out. It's all at WNIJ.org. Sessions from Studio A was produced and hosted by yours truly. I'm Carl Nelson. Thanks for joining me. You can keep up with what's going on in Studio A by following us on Instagram. You'll find us at SessionsWNIJ. And, of course, we are always looking for the next artist to feature on the show. Send your submissions and suggestions to sessions at NIU.edu. Until next time, I'm Carl Nelson. This is Sessions from Studio A. Thanks for listening.